Hello, everybody. This is Coach Aaron Saft in the Running is Life podcast. Today's episode, going to talk a little bit about building your own home gym uh, and things you can do from home uh, and how I built mine over the course of many years. Um, let me start by just apologizing again. I'm sick. <laughs> um, I've been trying to push, you know, and, and ride that thin, fine line between getting enough rest and recovery and training <coughs> and getting everything else in, in life. Um, but obviously I rode that line too fine and went on the other side and just compromised my health and got sick. <laughs> so, um, I am getting better. Um, just kind of getting back to running. I took a few days off. Didn't want this to go back into my chest, <coughs> learn my lesson from last time. Um, so just started back after, uh, I ran a little bit. Let's see. I came down, I started feeling it on Thursday, Friday. I took off. Um, Saturday I ran a little bit with one of my athletes and Sunday I took off. Monday I took off. Tuesday it was yesterday and I felt better. So I did about 45 minutes, just super easy on the treadmill. Today I'm going to try for an hour. Um, feel like I'm just squeezing things in right now. Um, you know, just getting up early and trying to get things done. It's just really busy time of year with um, the kids finishing up their indoor track season and everything else that goes on. And like I said, just trying to get in my own training. Um, listen to a really good podcast today and the the strength training podcast with uh, Jason Fitzgerald. Uh, I'll put a, a link in the, uh, in the show notes because I think it was really great to hear they reemphasize that, you know, if you just are stressed about trying to fit in one more thing in your day, strength training should not be it, you know, put the emphasis on the run, um, which, you know, like I totally know that, but it's, you know, I, I feel like I need to, to do everything, of course, uh, as we all do, but I have to remember, I only have so much energy and I only have so much time and run has to be prioritized and recovery has to be prioritized. So it's, it was a really good reminder and there were some other really good things in the episode, really enjoyed the episode. So once again, I'll post that in the show notes. So, you know, have a listen because it will give you some ideas um, about strength training and how to program your own strength training if you're, if you're doing so. Um, because it, it should be almost periodized, uh, kind of like we do with running. It should match what we're doing in our running um, in how you're structuring your strength training. So um, that's not my strength. That's not my lane. <laughs> so I'm not going to go too deep into that. Um, the, you know, I, I, I know just enough to, uh, to program for my athletes, but I am by no means certified um, to be a, a strength training coach. Um, I'm just going to talk today about some tools that I've found and how I grew my home gym so that I can do things at home. Um, the, you know, and we'll start with the progression. This all started um, kind of back, um, I would say, around probably 2000. Six when we were preparing for my son's birth, I knew that you know my time was going to be even more limited once my son was born. So I started kind of accumulating some things for my home gym. And you know, at at, at first, before that, uh, you know, I would go to a gym and, and lift and and you know use the equipment there. Um, but you know, if if you don't have the time for the gym, it's fine to start with just body weight exercises. You know, you can use things around the house that are that are heavier for your um, 
you know, for your weighted movements. Um, there's a, a great book by Jeff Horowitz, um, and I'll put that in the show notes as well. It's a simple, simple strength routine. Is it ideal? No, but it's something. It's two days a week, 15, 20-minute sessions. Um, you know, so you know, if you're looking to add in a little bit of strength and just looking for something out there, that's a great one. Um, I will say my favorite um, resource, and I've mentioned it a thousand times on this podcast, is Jay DeSherry's Running Rewired. I think that is one of the top-notch resources for your strength, mobility, um, and you know, and core strength um, out there. There's so much in that book. He has routines in the book that you can do, um, simple body weight movements. Uh, you know, there is some additional equipment that you can use, um, or again, use stuff that you have around the house, or kind of um, you know change the exercise so that it uh, it mimics the exercise he has in there. Um, but anyhow, I think Jay DeSherry's book Running Rewired is a fantastic resource for for strength, mobility, and and. Uh, and in, in having workouts, um, specifically if you're having, um, you know, he talks about if you're having a strength discrepancy issue, um, like if you do an exercise and you feel one side's weaker than the other, then, you know, obviously you continue to work on that exercise and here's some other ones you can do to help that he, you know, he gets into the, the hip matrix, um, into, um, you know, the, uh, the core stability, the glutes, like it's, re- it's really incredible the way he kind of breaks things down and, and makes it simplistic for you to understand. Um, he shows by pictures how to do the exercises. Um, he has a few videos online. Uh, one is the hip circuit that I love having my runners do, especially as they ramp up their training kind of in the base phase. Um, and he also has the performance lifting, um, um, activity, which he is a really big advocate of using in the base phase of training as well. So, um, but great resource there. Uh, so, you know, again, you know, if you're just starting out, body weight is great. Um, if you're going to purchase something, probably the next step I would say is resistance, resistance bands, um, you, you know, TheraBands, something to that effect. Uh, you can do so much with resistance bands and TheraBands. Um, there's, you know, so much, uh, that, that tax on, um, creates a, a level of, of, uh, of challenge to the body for, for exercises. Uh, cause you know, you can do so many exercises. And by adding the TheraBand or resistance band, you're going to create uh, a new challenge for the body and start to use muscles that you wouldn't otherwise during that exercise just to help stabilize um, and incorporate the band. So um, that would be my next level. And it's those are you know pretty inexpensive. Um, you know you can you can get one or two of, of varying resistances and, and do a whole you know, range of things with that. And again, Jay DeSherry has a whole, um, banded workout, um, in his book. So again, there you go. You know, if you get resistance bands, um, DeSherry has, uh, has you covered in there, um, by using, by using that. Um, the next purchase, the third level I would say is getting some dumbbells. 
Um, you know, and you can start off with just one set of kind of a intermary weight where it's just very versatile that you can use it for multiple exercises, um, you know, and then growing that collection as you go. That's kind of the third level. Um, some people prefer kettlebells. Um, now keep in mind, you know, if you get kettlebells, the, you know, you can use it unilaterally, but if you want to use it bilaterally in order to, you know, to have, one in each hand, obviously, you're going to have to buy two kettlebells of the same weight, which can get kind of pricey. Um, dumbbells are expensive as well. So, um, you know, which is more versatile? I mean, one would argue you could use the kettlebell for a lot. Um, I say you could probably use um, dumbbells for, you know, just as much, if not maybe even more. Um, but kettlebells are a great option as well. So um, we'll say dumbbells slash kettlebells, um, you know, in this, in this case here. Uh, so that's kind of my third level that, you know, that will, I mean, you can do so much with having resistance bands and, and dumbbells or kettlebells. Uh, there's just a lot that you can cover by doing that. And, and that will probably cover a lot of your needs. Um, you know, uh, so, you know, what I've grown to have in my gym, uh, we'll, we're going to talk about all the things that I, you know, I've incorporated, um, into into my one little basement room. <laughs> if you check out my quick core videos, um, I'm usually doing that workout in my workout room. Uh, my friend Michael Patton came and put down a gym floor for me, uh, which is super nice. Um, you know, obviously not by any stretch of the imagination necessary for you, but you know, if you have a mat to do stuff on, uh, obviously a yoga mat or something even a little bit more padded so that, you know, your, your back doesn't hurt when you finish, um, that that's great. So, um, but, um, other things that are super helpful, um, and you can do a lot with, uh, is the TRX cable system. Uh, so the TRX, um, you know, they're not, they're not a cable, I guess, more of like a band system. Um, that system, you know, obviously you need a place where you can attach it. And that is, uh, that's tough sometimes. Um, if you don't have a, a, you know, a designated space where you can attach it because you do have to bolt it to something, um, in order to be able to use it. So, um, you know, when considering that, consider the space, which you have and, and do you have someplace you're comfortable with bolting in the, the the security or the securing mechanism? It's just like a U-bolt that basically, you know, the uh, the straps attach into so you can do the exercises. But TRX does have a lot of different exercises that you can do and you can use it for. Um, I really like um, that system. Um, it's usually about a hundred bucks for the entire system, the straps and the, the bolting mechanism, all that stuff. It's usually about a hundred bucks. Um, you can get it at places like Dick's Sporting Goods. Um, so, you know, check out the TRX system because there, like I said, there's a lot more that you can do with that system. Um, but, um, you know, I do have one of those in my, in my basement. Um, Cable systems are another addition. Um, again, you know, you have to have something that you can secure the cables to, but there are a lot of different exercises that you can do with cable systems. Um, cable systems, they're uh, kind of like a bungee cord, if you think of a bungee cord, and then you can have different attachments and handles that go onto them, so you can use it in a wide variety of motions, um, you know, to from doing... Um, 
leg exercises to upper body movements. Uh, it's very good because it, it makes you stabilize the core because you're creating resistance against yourself. You pull the band out to where you feel resistance and then you do your movement. So you're trying to control the movement without losing the stability of your core. So cables are, are a great addition. Um, again, you know, it's, it does require a fastening system. So just know that ahead of time, you have to be thinking about where can you attach this thing. And with cables, um, Whereas TRX, it's usually one fixed point. With cables, it's actually there's multiple points because of where the cable is in relation to the exercise. Um, <coughs> usually, you're going to have one, uh, probably um, three different attachment points. You're going to have a high, a medium, and a low. So um, low is going to be close to the ground, so it would you know kind of be running parallel to the ground to your ankle. Um, middle is you know uh, kind of where your I would say like your chest level is, and then up high, so you can get a an angle from up high to uh, to pull down from. So um, cables again, great option, but. Um, you know, uh, you need the fastening point. So cables and TRX, you know, it requires a space in order to use those. Um, going back to Jay DeSherry, this next piece Jay DeSherry came up with is the MOBO board. You've probably heard about it on podcasts. It is a fantastic tool for trail runners, especially. Um, if you're looking to stabilize and strengthen the foot and ankle, as we all should be if we're trail runners, this device is fantastic. Now, it's not just for trail runners because of the stability it creates. Um, you are using your core to stabilize while on this platform and and doing exercises. Um, his website, mobileboard.com, I'll, I'll put on the website, uh, excuse me, on the show notes. That website has a plethora of videos of, uh, you know, of, of resources and exercises that you can do. It goes through a whole foot and ankle routine. Okay, there's a whole matrix for you to go through um, to work your foot and ankle. Um, if you listen to certain podcasts, uh, I'm thinking, yeah, actually, the strength training podcast that I, I referred to earlier, he has a link in there for 10% off. So um, if you're looking to, to get it, I think the board is about $80. Um, now, you know, that is kind of pricey. I understand that. All this equipment is going to cost money. <coughs> I have no affiliation with any of these products. I'm just telling you about things that I've used or my athletes have used or my physical therapist has prescribed to say these things can really do you and benefit you and you should have these in your home gym in order to incorporate some exercises. Um, so the mobile board is fantastic. Um, it does come with some bands to use. I use my um, my my cables with uh, the mobile board. Um, you know, again, kind of um, another way to use the equipment that I already have. Um, I believe it comes with something similar to like a, a, a Theraband type tube. And you know, after use, obviously those snap and break. Cables do need to be replaced, but not as frequently as your you know your Theraband or resistance bands. So, um, but the mobile board, fantastic tool. You can do so much with it. Um, you know, single leg squats. He has this one called tippy twists, which just works the core and the hips extremely well. Um, you'll notice your balance will improve with the use of it. It has to be consistent use with it, but it's fantastic. So if you've had problems with the ankle in the past, when I kept rolling my ankle last year, some of you remember I kept having problems, um, you know, leading up to Western States with, with turning my left ankle. Um, you know, my, my physical 
therapist, Miriam, she had me get on the mobile board and do some specific work with that. Um, you know, doing a majority of the ankle matrix that, um, DeSherry has on his website. Um, so she referred me to that mobile board. So mobile board, again, great resource. Um, uh, if you're a trail runner and do a lot of technical trails or you're training for something technical, definitely something to consider is the mobile board. Um, another one, especially people that have, um, high hamstring tendinopathy, um, this next, um, tool, we'll call it, uh, you know, or exercise piece of equipment, uh, can be great for your training. Um, you know, David Roche's new ultra legs video. Um, I'll post that in the show notes as well. Uh, the ultra legs video, uh, uses, um, Nordic hamstring curls, which are very hard to do if you don't have the right equipment or somebody to hold your feet down. It's a very tough move. So the Nordic stick, Nordic stick. And again, I'll put the link in the show notes for Nordic stick. Um, it's, um, you know, again, another, um, price, you know, another piece of equipment that costs money. Um, but if you're having hamstring problems, this is a great tool to use. Uh, again, has videos and resources on their website of things to do, how to do them, how to build up your strength with these. Um, you know, but this is a simple thing that uh, it's a mechanism. It's got a piece that goes underneath your door. You close the door so that the, um, the door is now holding you, uh, from, from, uh, uh, you know, from falling so that you use this, this piece of equipment and you can do the, the Nordic hamstring curls, um, more simply. Okay. So, um, Nordic stick is a great, great resource, um, for hamstring work. Um, you know, and also of course there's super, I mean, there's other great hamstring exercises, but the, uh, Nordic hamstring curls have been proven to really help with, uh, with hamstring strength. So, um, if you're having problems, you know, obviously, uh, you know, as I said before, I'm not the resource to say this is the right thing for, um, you know, hamstring tendinopathy. Uh, again, those are just things that I've heard over the course of time from, um, people like Brody Sharp. Um, who does the Run Smarter podcast. Uh, he has a whole podcast on hamstring tendinopathy. So if you're interested in that, check out Brody Sharp um, hamstring tendinopathy podcast. You should be able to Google that and it will pop up. Um, but anyway, um, an exercise ball. Again, lots of things you can do with an exercise ball. Um, <laughs> one more time, going back to Jay DeSherry and his book, Running Rewired. He has a whole routine with an exercise ball. Um, you know, so, um, look to see what type of diameter that you should get for an exercise ball. But, um, you know, there's a lot. So if you're picking up Jay Sherry's book, Running Rewired, look through there. There's a lot of different things he has in there. Um, you know, so the exercise ball is a great routine. Um, he also uses the BOSU ball quite frequently. So, um, if you're not familiar with the BOSU, um, it's basically half of an exercise ball. Um, creates instability on the platform. You can use it um, with the you know half ball side up or down. There's tons of things you can do with Bosu balls, um, and JD Sherry uses them in his book. Uh, creates kind of the instability of almost the the mobile board, but you can you know you can do bilateral exercises um, like doing squats um, on the the Bosu ball. You can do single leg squats. So you know again, um, pretty versatile tool, um, but another expense. So, um, the BOSU ball, 
Um, I also have some plyometric boxes. I have three different heights. Um, I believe I found them on Amazon. Uh, they're not of the highest quality <laughs> um, due to the price I paid for them. You get what you pay for, but they work. And you could do a ton of thing with these type of boxes, <clears throat> um, step ups, and um, you can you know separate them and do dips. There, I just you know there's just so many things, box jumps that you know lots of plyometric movements that you can do on um, on plyometric boxes. Uh, so I have a set of three of plyometric boxes. I think they're a fantastic resource. Um, you know, of course you can use a step. Um, or, you know, whatever else you have around to, to step up onto. So not the, not the biggest, you know, um, piece or the first piece that you should add to your collection. The things that I've talked about prior, you know, probably a little bit, um, more, I would prioritize getting some of those things, um, you know, more so, um, before getting plyometric boxes, but, you know, definitely something I have and that I use. Um, I also have a squat rack. Uh, so I picked up a squat rack. Um, mm, let's see. <laughs> I'm trying to remember who, where I picked that up. Um, it was, um, gosh, it <laughs> wasn't a normal site that I would think of to get a squat rack. So I'm, I'm trying to remember where I got it, but I, I'm not, <laughs> not coming up with where I got that. Um, but anyhow, um, I have a squat rack. Um, basically, uh, I've got an Olympic bar, 45 pound bar, and then I've got plates. I've got a, you know, a wide variety of different plates. Now, um, that setup is super expensive. And so that's why I said, you know, dumbbells or kettlebells, that's the way to start. Because once you get into getting the, the barbell, you're starting to, you know, buy the plates and the plates get super expensive. Um, again, I've been collecting this stuff for, Oh gosh, you know, we're getting almost close to 20 years here. Um, like I said, I started back in 2006 with, the, you know, starting to piece together my, my personal gym. So almost 20 years has taken me to get all of this stuff. So I'm, I'm just saying, you know, start your collection, start building your gym, um, you know, budget, right? Budget, uh, your money so that you're not overspending because, you know, it's, it's tough not to want to go out and get everything, but that gets super expensive. And that's why I'm trying to prioritize things for you and talk about the, the sequence in which I would probably um, go out and get stuff to to build your own gym, <clears throat> but having that um, that barbell, there's a lot that you can do with um, the barbell, um, and you know, and the the weights themselves. Um, and so, um, Jashera uses a barbell for a number of different exercises. Um, you know, my work with Will France, um, coach Will France, he's, he's been programming my strength. Um, he's got, you know, me doing quite a few things with the barbell. Um, the one piece that I don't have in my basement that I use, um, the school gym where I coach is having a bench. I don't have a flat bench. Um, and that's the piece that I'd like to get next. Um, is a flat bench because there's a lot that can go on with the flat bench. Since I have the, um, the squat rack, I can also double that as a, um, a bench press. Um, so in, you know, and then you can do, um, uh, flat, uh, flat bench, uh, flat back, 
rows. I mean, there's just so many things that go on with, with having a bench and the capacity to use the bench. Um, sometimes I just have to be creative and, and do it in a different way if I'm not able to get to the, uh, the school's gym. But, um, you know, a flat bench is kind of one of those, obviously, like I said, 20 years in and I still don't have a flat bench. I did at one point, but it wasn't very stable. Um, I think it broke in one of our moves. <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah, I, I, I would say, you know, that's probably, um, probably the, one of the last things that, that I bought cause it's not as versatile as the other things I can use my plyo boxes for step ups and stuff. If you have a flat bench, you could use those for step ups. Um, but, um, but anyhow, yeah, the bench should be kind of one of, you know, further down the road for purchase. Um, other small things that I have, um, I've got an ab wheel. I like to use that from time to time. It tends to work the, um, the, really the, the core extremely well. Um, you know, working the, uh, um, the abdominal muscles and the back all at the same time. Um, you can easily overdo it with that. You have to be really careful with the ab wheel. So, um, you know, again, um, one of those ancillary things, is it necessary for purchase? No, I just happen to have one and like to use it. Um, the other one is my pull-up bar. Um, coach will has me do a lot of different pull-ups, um, as well as, um, straight leg raises. So having a pull-up bar is, um, is a great thing. Um, is it absolutely necessary for your home gym? No. Is it a great thing to have? Yes. Uh, there, you know, pull-ups are great for you. It does a lot. It does work the core. And, you know, as I said, you can do a lot of different type of like knees to chest, um, straight legs, um, you know, straight leg, leg lifts, uh, all sorts of stuff that will work, you know, your, um, your whole body. So, um, uh, having a, a pull-up bar is a great addition to the gym. Uh, if you can swing it again, you have to have space for it. Um, I just kind of bolted mine to, um, the, the I beam that runs across my basement. <laughs> um, so, you know, there, there's, there's ones out there. Just be real careful with what you buy. Um, mine originally was designed to go in the door jam and I never could get it secure enough to feel comfortable with doing a pull up that way. That's why I fastened it. Um, so, you know, look at what you have, um, or what's available and see, you know, how you can manipulate it to make it safer for you. Um, that's the biggest thing, uh, with the pull-up bars. So just be careful with that. Um, okay. Uh, moving on. Let's see. Um, what other pieces do I have, um, running through them in my mind right now? Um, man, I think that's pretty much my, my home gym. Um, you know, I've got a slew of different dumbbells that took me a long time to gather. Um, of recent, <clears throat> I've just been purchasing a little heavier weights. Um, you know, with working with coach will, my strength is definitely improving. Um, so <clears throat> I've had to go up on the, uh, the dumbbells and that's the toughest part because, um, the, you know, obviously the higher the weight on the dumbbells, the more expensive they become. Um, I did purchase uh, a heavier kettlebell, um, more recently, um, you know, my old run shop footer X Joe Quinlan has become a big advocate for, um, for kettlebells. So I purchased uh, a heavier kettlebell, um, from, from footer X. Um, so I have access to that. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of the, you know, the, the high and low of my home gym. Um, but you know, again, start simple. 
uh, start with the the resistance bands, you know, and, and grow from there. Because, you, like I said, you can do so much with the resistance bands. Um, don't forget about Jay DeSherry's book. I think that's super helpful, um, you know, in 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 helping you. Um, uh, get stronger um, because there's just so much in that book and that will kind of help guide you as to you know what things you should probably prioritize purchasing as well because you can do so much with that book um, so great resource um, but you know uh, obviously having someone to help program your strength is um, is great um, again I get it an added expense but um, if you are a marathoner or training seriously for half marathon marathon um, <clears throat> the benefits of strength training are just so high um, being able to apply force uh, much better just because of your strength you're going to be a more efficient and, um, and and faster runner so um, you know, make sure you're doing it right. Make sure you're, you're, um, you're getting the strength that you need, uh, in order to become a faster and better runner. Um, definitely things to look into and ask questions about. Uh, again, that's not my, my biggest forte. I'm not a strength training coach and that's why I hired one is to kind of make sure that I'm getting what I need. Um, Coach Will did a functional assessment with me and made sure he understood where my lack of movement and lack of strength is so that we work on those things. And then he communicates with me on how things are going uh, and then programs based on where my training is so that we're not overdoing it in a time where I'm trying to build a lot of volume. So again, it's great to have someone like that on your side, but there are resources out there for you to, um, to use to, uh, to help you in your path for strength training. Um, one item I did forget to talk about, I do have some, some medicine balls. Um, and, um, there's some great workouts, uh, actually Jason Fitzgerald, who I talked about in the strength running podcast. Um, he's got one called Tomahawk and the Tomahawk workout is a fantastic medicine ball workout. Um, there are some great kettlebell workouts online. Um, you know, YouTube is a fantastic resource. You can dive down that rabbit hole and kind of see all sorts of strength workout. You know, you can put in whatever, you know, marathon strength training. You can put in trail runner strength training, ultra runner strength training, medicine ball strength training, kettlebell strength training. Uh, do searches and check out things. Get various ideas <coughs> and try them out. Again, you know, make sure it agrees with your, your training, what you're doing, and not making you too tired. That's the biggest thing, right? Your primary focus should be on your running and make sure that it stays there. That's the biggest thing with strength training um, is that you're focused on your running, you're recovering from your running, you're not taking too much out from doing lifting, and it's not taking too much stress to get the lifting in, okay? So, um I hope that helps. I hope it starts thinking and getting you down the path to uh, to creating your own home gym and making sure that you incorporate your strength training and have enough equipment to do the strength training that you want to do and to help you get better. So um, the, you know, the show notes are going to be jam-packed. <laughs> There's going to be a lot in there. So check out the links. Uh, if you have questions, don't hesitate to holler. Um, if you use a piece of equipment that, uh, you have found helpful, love to hear about it. I'm always up for hearing about new pieces of equipment and how they're helping and what they're doing. Um, I like to stay attuned to that to make sure that I give my athletes all the most up-to-date and available equipment that's, um, that's, you know, available for us to purchase. So, um, 
that's all I have for on that piece. Um, for me personally, coming up, I've got the Cabin Fever 50K coming up in two weekends. So the 17th, uh, we'll be heading to West Virginia and and running the Cabin Fever 50K. Um, it never feels good to get sick right before a race. Um, you know, it, it's it's unfortunate. It happens. I know why it happened. I explained. You know, I, I just... I was trying to do too much. I get it. Uh, we had four track, well, four days of track meets last week and trying to fit everything in around that. It was just too much. I had too much stress. Uh, I was trying to do too much in, you know, in too little time. And, uh, and, you know, I just ran myself ragged, (laughs) literally. (laughs) So, um, you know, it's, they're, they're tough lessons to learn. Um, you know, you, you hope you can stay on the right side of, of health, but I didn't. And, um, it's, you know, it's my own stupid fault sometimes. Um, you know, I, I put it in one of my Strava uh, comments uh, and one of the titles, when left to my own devices, this is what happens. <laughs> and I, I, you know, uh, we do stupid things sometimes. Uh, even, you know, myself, it's, uh, we're human. We, ma- we, we make mistakes, we do err. And, um, I, you know, I, I'm just glad I'm getting better. I'll be fine by the time cabin fever rolls around. Um, you know, do I have the fitness that I hope to at this point? No, but you know, again, uh, I, I was sick for about eight weeks um, at the beginning of this training block, uh, which took a lot out of me. And <clears throat> I'm trying not to make that same mistake. So I'm trying to get healthy as quickly as I can while trying not to overdo it. I think that's the biggest thing, like when you're sick, is don't overdo it. Can you still run, you know, to your body's fatigue level, of course. Um, You know, as my wife says, if you don't have a fever, um, you can run, but don't try to go too far. You know, it may only be a 30-minute run, and that's something at least, right? You're not going to lose a ton of fitness over the course of a few days if you're taking the time and letting your body recover. Just give it the time it needs to recover. That's the biggest thing to remember um, is don't push the body or else it's not going to recover. It's not going to get healthy for you. Um, so allow that body to recover. Allow your fatigue levels to dictate how much you're doing uh, and get healthy. That's the biggest thing is that's where I'm at. Just trying to get healthy. That way I can have fun at Cabin Fever, have a good time in West Virginia. Uh, I'm excited for the race. Uh, my son has the state meet this weekend. Super excited for him. Uh, we've got eight athletes going to states. Uh, my son made it in the 500 meter, the 1,000 meter, and the 4x4 relay. So uh, the 500 and 1,000 are pretty much back-to-back events. Uh, so, uh, you know, saying a prayer for him. <laughs> um, it's going to be interesting because he's going to run super fast in the 500 and then try to come right back in the 1,000. So um, fingers crossed for him. Um, and then hopefully he'll go on to nationals. So, um, uh, you know, appreciate all the well wishes. Uh, really do appreciate the support for, you know, myself, my family. Yeah, you guys are amazing. Uh, thank you for all the comments. Keep them coming, please. Uh, I really do enjoy that. It keeps me spurred and sparked, uh, inspired to keep, you know, plugging away and hopefully sharing some, uh, some helpful information for you. Um, I know, you know, it's fun to have guests on and it's fun to hear them, them talk. But, you know, as, as these past few weeks, and as I said, it's just been really hard to, uh, to really coordinate with somebody to get some guests on. Um, I do have some, some, uh, guests that I'm reaching out to, to try to get some new folks on and talk about some new topics. So stay tuned for that. Um, and then, um, you know, some exciting things I rented, uh, 
uh, you know, camping space in uh, Colorado so that I can go out a few weeks early uh, and try to uh, acclimatize to, uh, to the, the higher altitudes for high lonesome. So going to go out to Colorado for a few weeks this summer um, and, uh, and, and just camp and, and kind of uh, try to focus on, uh, on high lonesome. So I'm excited about that. I appreciate my wife <laughs> letting me go out and camp. Um, not definitive as of yet. Um, I just made the reservation, um, but you know, it's, I'm hoping that that will work out. Um, anyhow, it's, uh, it's always, you know, just, a, a pleasure <laughs> to, to be able to do these things. Um, I'm, I'm just so you know fortunate and grateful that I have these opportunities. I hope you're grateful for your opportunities, however they may present themselves. Um, I know things don't always go the way they're planned. You know, as I said, um, I didn't plan on getting sick, but here we are, right? So we, we adjust, adapt, and keep moving forward. That's the biggest thing is um, keep moving forward. Don't be frustrated. It's, you know, setbacks do happen, and um, we just have to roll with those punches, right? Um, and so you just keep doing what you can do. Put in the work, you know, and, and listen to your body, and things are going to be all right. You keep, you keep it up. And if you ever have questions about training, don't hesitate to reach out. Um, as I've told a few athletes recently, I am really booked up right now. Um, and, you know, potentially I'll have some more space this summer, or especially if you want to train something this fall and get started kind of, you know, um, at the beginning of the summer, definitely, you know, reach out. Let's have a conversation. <coughs> um, but as of right now, I cannot take any new clients on, unfortunately, at the moment. Um, and so we shall see, uh, I'm thinking of, um, of talking with another coach and seeing if we can collab, um, and, you know, bring somebody else on for, um, you know, being another running his life coach. Um, so we shall see, we shall see. Um, I, you know, I'd love to have, um, another coach on board and, um, and be able to, uh, to kind of uh, mentor the coach and make the coach kind of similar to my training style if they're amicable for that because then you know I know programming is going to be very similar you're going to get something very similar in coaching um, similar to what I would do um, that's the biggest thing I want to be cohesive in you know in my message and in my programming to uh, to all the athletes that are under the MR running pains <laughs> MR running pains under the running is life coaching umbrella. Um, Man, uh, so anyhow, we shall see about that. Um, and then uh, next month is already Heartbreaker, uh, the Heartbreaker 50-plus miler. Um, excited for that one as well. Um, and outdoor starts already next week, outdoor track, which is, um, I can't believe it. So, um, man, lots going on, all good stuff. Um, you know, If you guys have uh, some guests that you want to hear from or uh, topics you want to hear talked about, please reach out. You know, uh, the, the contacts are all in the show notes. Happy to hear from you. Um, Patreon supporters, you're amazing. I really do. I can't say it enough. I try to say it every episode. I do appreciate your support. Um, if you can consider, if you listen and feel like you can consider supporting the podcast, if you feel like you're getting information that's relevant to you, your training and helping you, <clears throat> please consider supporting. It's a uh, little as a dollar a month. It certainly helps. I appreciate that. Um, and again, appreciate my Patreon supporters. So thank you all for listening, uh, until next, uh, until next week, keep moving forward, my friends.